Greetings, salutations, and welcome to the channel for all your relationship needs. There is someone who cares about you and your future. My name is Kareem Ainsley, and I have been given a charge to ensure that females are transformed into ladies and they are cultivated into princesses to be prepared as a queen for their king. Enjoy and embrace the awakening as you listen, like, comment, subscribe, and share while turning your notification on so you will be in the know. Indeed, this is the sentimental cries of most ladies being expressed, and that is exactly what we will be addressing. Why is it that with such a high population of males, females are being passed over by the men while they are only attracting the males? In order to understand what is happening, we will need to reflect on our topic, Submission, Submit and Suck. Let's go. Have you ever considered what is the single most important attribute that is missing from women who are single, searching, and unable to be satisfied? While I was in a pensive state, it came to me that the majority of females who are single and fail to be able to acquire or keep a partner, especially in the religious organization, is that they are unwilling to submit. Yes, you heard that right. What they want and what God desires for them are in misalignment. This idea creates an oxymoron in which it appears that the congregation has a feminist Christians who desire their own independence and hence want to have everything. But at the end of it all, they miss the one thing that could have transformed your life for better and make it more fulfilling. If the purpose of something is unknown, there is a high likelihood that it will be abused, misused, and in some instances not even used at all. For this reason, many individuals are lost doing the wrong and thinking it is the right. This practice of behavior creates or causes a loss in personal happiness and a disconnection from divine ordinance. They are unhappy because they are not connected to the purpose, making them no longer a part of the institution they think they are a part of. In order to be your best, you will need to be under the authority of God. The question you may be asking yourself is, what does that look like and how does that benefit you, those around you, and your family? How can you being under authority cause you not to be abused? This is absolutely special for all those who are wives and those who hope to be one. To find out, we will head into the word of God, not my words or what I think, but his words, what they say and what they mean. The family was created as a fundamental institution for the purpose of the advancement of the kingdom of God here on earth. It was for a kingdom purpose. It was intended 
for the subduing of earth. That means the earth was to be overseen on God's behalf, using the family structure to advance the kingdom of God through the process of fruitfulness and multiplication. Thus replicating the image of God, everywhere children would be established. Children being the centerpiece of the family was the reason God created marriage. Due to the loss of this purpose, it overwhelms individuals to be driven by personal happiness which is short-lived as they are not connected to purpose. Happiness disconnected from purpose leads to short-lived satisfaction. This then leads to them not desiring to be a part of the institution which they need to be a part of. In rectifying this dystopia, we need to return to the biblical purpose for family, which is the advancement of God's kingdom on earth through the marriage of a man and a woman as was exemplified in the garden. Having this biblical purpose and not being organized according to God's structure will lead to the destruction of the union before it gets started. Marriage is a covenant that has a structure and it is only the ordained structure that God will work through. If the wrong structure is created, God will not be able to operate as intended to give you the blessings you could have received as you would have been outside of divine ordinance. Instead of receiving the blessings possible, you will now be in a state in which you are receiving consequences of your own creating. What a calamity! It is for this same reason the foundation of the building is so important. Even a strong house crumbles under a weak foundation. If there is something wrong with the family, the first thing that we need to check out is the man that is leading that family. If the man is not subordinated to Christ properly, then Christ is not free to work through him and in him for the management and ruling of his domain. For this reason, the alignment of the man is so critical as this is the foundation. The woman has her purpose in being aligned as well. The garden experience serving as our guide presents to us the idea God created Adam, which means that Adam came first. From Adam, God took Eve. From a rib at the side of Adam, God took Eve, indicating equality. During the process, Adam was asleep. This sleep indicates the resting of Adam in the words of God. It should be noted that it was God who took Eve to Adam and presented her as his wife. Too often, females who are not in the presence of God decide to go and wake up Adams prematurely. This should not be practiced. The female needs to be in the presence of God, developing a relationship with God to be able to determine the right Adam that is suited. She needs to be equipped mentally, physically, emotionally with the right idea as to the directionality of her equal. There is something else that we should note. They were one and then they became one. 
For more relationship counsel on personal and physical development, please feel free to check out a billionaire. I am single, I am one. Paradigm shifting perspective from the king's son. This book is a book that will change your life and expounds more on these concepts. Now, let us look a little closer at the operation in the garden. When the serpent made an attempt at dividing the family, it was Eve and not Adam that was engaged. This was absolutely on purpose. It shows how important the woman is. The woman is equal to the man, however their functions are different. The serpent going to Eve was in an attempt to flip God's order. Instead of going to the man, he went to the woman, and Eve became the leader of the house with Adam serving in a role as passive responder. The deceptive flipping of the roles caused the eyes to be open to what they did not need to see. With this flip, the devil invited himself, causing the unit to be out of alignment with God. When there is a misalignment with the will of God, the devil has a freedom as he knows God only works in his prescribed alignment. Hence, that is why he seeks to create confusion and disconnection. When the man and or the woman is or are not operating in their role, they no longer function appropriately, correctly. They are in a dysfunctional state. In this state, there is no fulfillment of alignment. It should be inextricably clear that this has nothing to do with equality of person. If we look at the Trinity, God the Son, God the Father, and the Holy Spirit are all equal, but they have different roles. Their difference in role is for the purpose of function, transparency, and unified distinction while operating in one mind. Equality in being does not equate to equality in function. From a more practical perspective, the first birth that happened came from Adam. After Adam gave birth to Eve, he gave up his function of birthing. Hence, Eve was now equipped with a womb to produce. Adam gave birth to Eve because Adam is Eve and Eve is Adam. However, they are two distinct entities with different function who should be operating under one mind. Jesus himself submitted to the will of his Father to carry out his function on earth when at the same time being equal to the Father. So too is it in a marriage relationship. Every woman is equal to her husband in being, however, not in function. The function should not be equated to equality in being. This disconnection is the cause of women to be treated with dishonor, disrespect, and inhumanely. The Bible has no part in that. In the same way, the Bible has no part in enslaving people. Man did that, and it was wrong and is still wrong. Our women should not be enslaved or ensnared. As men, our purpose is to liberate them as they are our equal. Being joint heir and partner, however, not equal in function.
meaning each individual has their specific role to play. Ephesians 5 and verse 22, the scripture that many may utilize to hold women under oppression. The scripture in no way was designed to hold women captive under oppression in subjection to anything that was ungodly or unholy. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husband as unto the Lord. It says wives. It did not say girlfriend. It did not say boyfriend. It did not say side piece. It did not say side chick. It did not say wife helper. It says wives, submit yourself unto your own husband. And we need to look a little closer. It says your own husband, which is interesting and important, as unto the Lord. This is saying to us that everything that is done must be done in accordance to the will of God. The word submit, in some versions of the Bible, it may say subject. It just means to place under. In literal terms, it is saying to the wives, if you are married, you must place yourself under your own husband. Not your friend's husband, another woman's husband, but your own husband. For those who are unmarried, it means that you should not be placing yourself under the subjection of anyone that is not your husband, excepting your father, until your husband comes along. However, any individual that you are engaged in a relationship with, you must be willing to place yourself under them if the relationship is going to work in marriage. I know a lot of women don't want to hear this, but this is what is going to make your marriage worth your time. It means a woman should not have multiple partners as she is one person to be under the authority of one man at any time. Both men and women have to submit in order to be in divine ordinance. Even nature speaks to us clearly. Everything in nature is subjected to nature itself. The bird is subjected to the air. The fish is subjected to the sea. If a bird decided that he didn't want to be subjected to the air anymore, it would cease to fly. If a fish decided that it does not like water anymore, it would cease to exist. Man came from God, which means that the man needs to be connected to God in order to exist in divine accordance. Being under any authority but the Creator is chaos. Submission is needed to enjoy the benefits of this authority. Similarly, the bird submits to the air to fly. The fish submits to the sea to swim. So too, men must submit to God, for it is Him that we live, move, and have our being. Woman, you have more power under authority. When a woman is under authority, she has a covering around her and over her, which serve as a spiritual and physical covering. This covering protects the woman from being subjected to the revolving servitude door of sin. When the woman gives up her alleged power, she gains more power and authority. Is not that an irony? Contrary to what the world indicates, 
Women, do not be afraid of submitting within reason and in accordance with the instructions of God. With submission, there is a limitation that is placed on it in which it has to be aligned under the Lord. Be not Ephesians 5 and verse 23 states, For the husband is head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. This gives the framework that the man under which you are subjected or submitted should love you and be the head. You cannot be designed as a neck and want to be the head simultaneously. Both are one with different function. Though both are parts of the body and makes the body one, they serve different functions. Every Christian wife should be under their Christian husband submission but within limitation. It merely means that the man that you respect cannot go outside God demanding your submission to do things which tears the fabric of holy expression. If a man does or demand anything from a woman which is inconsistent with Christ's demands, a woman cannot submit to a man who is not under God or is operating outside of divine ordinance. A man who treats a woman as a dishcloth, paper towel, or one who desires to use her and abuse her physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially has no place in a queen's life. The title of husband or husband prospect means that the man will need to be equipped to elevate his state of consciousness and take on total responsibility of the woman. The title does not give authority except under God. There are even boundaries placed on the term husband. The woman should yield in everything. Anything that happens, the man will be held accountable and responsible as it is a reflection of his stewardship. Today, a great problem in the world is that women are refusing to honor their husband's position. And even the man who is a, a prospect, they have no desire of submitting. This action damages the relationship before it gets started and causes a dishonor to God. The word husband is a person and a position that is to be honored even when you as a woman may disagree with the point that he is making as long as he is in alignment with Christ you know what to do. Christ is the head of every man, and if Christ cannot overrule the man, he is not under authority and immediately becomes unfit to lead. The headship of the man provides a covering. When God was over Christ, God covered Christ. Christ is the covering of every man, and the man is to cover the woman. Remember, a man does not originate from woman, but the woman from the man. The woman is the glory of the man, which means it is her responsibility to make the man look as good as he can be. 
the man's job is to make God look good, the woman's job is to make the man look good, culture does not nullify the principle of God. To fight the issue is to fight creation, and to fight creation is to fight the Creator. God being all-knowing knows exactly what He is doing, especially when you are aligned under His will. This is it, we're gonna have to cut to the chase. If you don't care what God says and you don't want to have any man over you, do this. Do not entice or deceive any king. Do not engage in a marriage relationship. Do not have children. Do not become a concubine. You can live by yourself and save a man from a rebellious wife while making him available for a woman who desires to be in alignment with God's ordinance. And on behalf of all men, for women who desire not to be in alignment with divine ordinance, we thank you. If you are not going to do your part, do not expect the male to become a man and do his part. The man under God will not abuse you in any way, physically or otherwise. If there is any man who does that, they have no right or authority and it is an indication that they are not under the authority of God. And that is why it is important that we do it right the first time. Speaking of this, I will be mindful to remember to share a story in a future episode of how I had to induce separation of multiple female friends of mine from men who were not under the authority of God just because it was the right thing to do. Did it hurt? Yes, they were a bit hurt, but were their lives better? When we get to those episodes, you will know. That is another sitting in which you can decide if you would have done the same. Only know you love her when you let her go. The woman must be under authority to guarantee protection from the angels assigned her. It means that in being a rebellious wife and refusing to go under legitimate authority, you are deviating from the structure, making it difficult for your protection. If you are a rebellious person, a dishonoring person, and refuse to go under authority, you have no need to engage in a marriage relationship as your action indicates that you desire to be by yourself because putting you with someone else will transfer your dishonor and the spirit you carry to the family which will dishonor God. And in these families, there is a higher likelihood to create children who are vipers. This state blocks God's action and prevents divine intervention. The woman should know that they are required to respect their husband. How can you have a man in your life that you don't respect? This is a recipe for disaster. In respecting the man, the woman should hold him in high esteem. If you respect him, you will not nag him with the intention of him abdicating his authority. The only way the woman can effect change legitimately in her relationship is by submission. You should not only look good on the outside with your adornment, 
you should look good on the inside, which starts with being submissive to his authority. You cannot look good, but at the same time put down the man, cursing him, talking to him negatively with your girlfriend, running around and running him and whatever evil you can think of to do, humiliating him does not work. Those acts are ungodly and display a lack of submission which will be converted into a mirror effect upon you. If you and the man are equal and you say he is something and believe it, it also means that you are the same thing you don't like. So whatever you say negatively about the man is a reflection upon you. It means that you don't love yourself, you don't like yourself, and you don't respect yourself. It was only when Sarah honored her husband and called him Lord that her womb opened up. Her submission gave her a miracle. And those miracles are possible today. I am admonishing women to desist from blocking their miracles by not honoring their own husband. Submit and suck in your pride as you honor God by honoring your husband under the legitimate authority according to the outlined structure. For those who are not married, these are things that are involved in a marriage relationship and a marriage union. Now that you have an idea, let us prepare to embrace the process. If you are not willing to submit, you should not endanger the life of the king with your misalignment from God's ordinance. If you are unwilling to submit and suck your pride in, then it is time to embrace the process. Don't allow yourself to be tripped by fear or intimidation. I pray that you will walk in courage and confidence as you eradicate fear from taking root in your life. As a woman being a daughter of Christ, you have power whether you choose to use that power is up to you. Let's go. Signing out. Peace, love, respect.